Victor's up. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Robert from Machado Visuals, and today I am joined by my good, my dear friend of what eight, nine years. Yeah, it's a long time now. How? When was probably it? Like, probably nine years. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. My good friend Mike. He's uh, he's done all my BTS and he's done all my behind the scenes photos. If you take a look on my Instagram, um, there's a ninety percent chance that he took the photo of gotta me. Gotta make sure it's crisp. <laughs> he's all about that crispy media. So Mike. <laughs> Uh, maybe please introduce yourself and uh, maybe tell us uh, a little bit about the kind of work you do now. Okay, cool. My name is Michael Paragas, based off Las Vegas. Um, I do mostly photos and video, but I'm switching the video just because I just like the feel of it. You know, I've been doing photos for about seven, eight years now, and yeah, I just definitely just want something different. Something with video, just you can't replicate with photos. You know. Yeah. So, uh, in terms of like your photo projects, uh, what kind of stuff are you doing now? Um, for right now, I'm just doing mostly portraits, and I still do weddings here and there, but I'm trying to stay away from it. That's like my background. I've been doing it for about seven, seven years now, yeah. I believe, and it's just crazy. I mean, it is like awesome to work in. It really prepares you to be a real photographer, and I believe that definitely people should shoot a wedding or maybe yeah, a couple of them yeah, too. Yeah, like. that's kind of a good skill set to have, like just the, the nature. Like, I mean, it's weddings are just documentary in nature, and having, the, having that skill set really helps with any kind of shooting environment. Yeah. But, uh, it, yeah, go ahead. It prepares you for the worst. Like, you can fuck up and you just got to recover from it. Yeah. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, and we'll definitely get to weddings um, kind of later on. Um, but in terms of, uh, like, how you got started, uh, what was that like? Because you, you first got into photography, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah. I, actually, what's funny is um, uh, my mom works at the Venetian when I, um, yeah, and then she's the one who got me the job because um, this guy, he was a minister. And and then my mom was like, oh, my son's into photos. And, you know, I thought she was talking about, like, uh, the green screen here in town where you take photos and, like, the cheesy photos. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. But I guess my application went to the wedding department, so that was pretty crazy. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know I'm going to be shooting weddings. I thought it was going to be something crazy. And this is, like, So you much, just got thrown into the mix. Pretty much. Holy like, cow. Pro- probably, like, three months' experience of photos. And that's, like... Oh, you three yeah, months? Three months. I was like, <laughs> oh, you in? yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm scared. I'll never forget that first wedding, too, because it was, like a really big biker guy and I was like oh shoot I better not mess this up <laughs> he's, gonna, he's, gonna, he's gonna do yeah. something but it turned out they were pretty nice so I was like oh okay <laughs> holy cow yeah. three months three months of experience that's just like oh gosh he just so what there. did you have to do like was it a full wedding day like did you have to do prep to, uh, like everything or it was what? like a pretty small one it was just like a quick one uh, here at the strip it was a chapel wedding so it was like an oh, hour okay. long so we just did like the ceremony and some photos of the family and like just wait so you had to do the portraits after too yeah it was like it, probably like 15-20 minutes was it by yourself or? yeah it was by myself okay. I was like oh my goodness. how are you with like posing and everything oh I was pretty crappy at the time i'm not even gonna lie i was like oh goodness what am i gonna do dude i remember when i was like when i was in the photography like that was my like big like Mm -hmm. uh, like deer in the headlights like posing like Uh i mean you you really have to be a director at that point oh definitely it's like i don't even it's crazy like that's what it is with wedding photography it's like you're everything in one versus like corporate where you have like a producer you have a director you have everything yeah there's like a whole crew (laughs) yeah damn that's crazy crazy. how did you um so like you got thrown in and uh, and three months in Mm -hmm. and so and then so how often were you doing weddings like so so how often were you shooting oh man let me tell you like when my first week i believe i shot 10 weddings that week it was pretty nuts what but it wasn't like full day weddings but they were like Two, two, 
to three hours each wedding. That's sometimes. like multiple ones a day. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I was like, oh, but yeah, definitely threw me in. So like for my seven years of wedding photography, I, I probably shot over 1,500. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, my like, oh. were they all, Were they all chapel weddings? Uh, there's some chapel and then some also like at the golf courses. There's like most popular here in Vegas okay. and some other stuff. But. For those who are unfamiliar, chapel weddings are like kind of the really small, like it's basically a small room, mm-hmm. like not like a typical like wedding venue that you'd like typically see. It's like... It's like a quick, like a quick and dirty, like mm-hmm. you, 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 a couple walks into this room, kind of really small wedding party, and like you get mm-hmm. married and, and that's it. Kind of dip. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the Vegas style. You just yeah, uh, and there's a re- especially here in Vegas, obviously there's a really big niche for that. Like they have Elvis Chapel, mm-hmm. like they have any kind of different theme you would want here, and they even have a drive-through wedding. Have you mm-hmm. ever done those? Oh no, I haven't. I've, I've actually shot at that <laughs> oh, place. Yeah. They they I, they didn't. I don't think they drove through, but yeah, they do have. Dr- <laughs> it is the wildest thing. Yeah. Um, I remember my friend said that like he worked there for a while. He was a uh, he did photos for them, and it's literally you get like five Polaroids, and you're set. <laughs> really? Yeah, at the drive-through. What the heck? <laughs> I was like, that's a pretty cool. Damn, I'm gonna just pick that up. <laughs> it's like, dang. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Peace. Bye. Um, so yeah, so okay, so you're three months in, um, kind of your first year. How did you kind of? How did you like learn? Like, oh. especially in terms of photography, like it's basically, it's it's the fun, like the fundamentals. Like, how did you go about learning kind of all the fundamentals of light and like Ooh. how to like camera settings? Like, how did you do it? Oh, so definitely like what's nice too with the job from working with a, a, a chapel, I guess, um, the, there's other people that you can shadow. So they throw you in with them to sh- uh, shoot a wedding so you can okay. see what they're doing. And then Is that like a forced to... or optional thing? Um, it's like both. You can, you can do it on your own time or okay. just like if you're, if like they're free, you can just go shoot it with them. So nice. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. I learned a lot from like different photographers, which is cool. Like you do learn from like different styles and whatnot and you just get all the elements that you like and then put it as yourself. And this is before like the YouTube time, you know, before yeah. like... Wait, so what year was this? I believe 2011, 2010. Okay. Yeah. Kind like, of, this was like kind of riding on that DSLR wave. Yeah. Before like, I remember, I think the cameras that I had was like a D700. I was a Nikon shooter back then. I was like, oh. Yeah, I remember that. You were a big I Nikon know. guy. I was like, ugh. Yeah, we had all those SB flashes. Mm-hmm. Dang, I remember that. Well, Nikon. I, was, I mean, back, Nikon? In the, back in the day, I was a Canon guy. Yeah. Um, dang. Uh-huh. And now we made the switch to Sony, you know? Shout out. Yeah, now it's all about Sony. Sony's mm-hmm. been killing it. Yeah. Straight up murdering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Canon just came out with that, was M50? Yeah. And, like, everyone is just crapping on that camera. Yeah. Because it's... They're, they're just trying to catch up, but like mm-hmm. it's not happening. I know they need the new product innovator because they're like way behind, even with these new products. Well, yeah, well they're trying out. to keep. Like, I mean, they have the, the they they came out with everyone. Everyone's been talking about oh the new mirror, the newest mirrorless that does uh, 4K, but like it's not even like really good. You know, it's just not. It's I don't not know. there they, yet. They, they I feel like they keep trying to innovate, but like Sony is just killing it. Man, in, in terms of quality. Um, and also, some of you might have noticed the, uh, the there's a lot going on in this podcast. That is because we're uh, on location at Sunrise Coffee. Yeah. It is a uh, local coffee shop here that we we obtained permission to uh, yeah film in. And so I really like this place. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of a neat vibe. But yeah, there is a lot going on. But that's kind of uh, another one of the directions I'm trying to go with this podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm I really like seeing different you know environments and. And places, so that kind of just adds to the diversity. 
So anyways, going back off, you mentioned that um, um, kind of shadowing people helps develop your style. What other, what other uh, factors contributed to like influencing style style like were there was there anything else that influ like were there other uh photographers like specific photographers or anything else from um that kind of really de developed your style for now um for me at least like at, at those times it was pretty much all the local photographers because like people didn't really have blogs yet yeah it's like it wasn't a popular thing to have yet to, follow, to have your work online so yeah everything was just local and then get from what get what they like from them and then go on from there <laughs> yeah because i think especially right now like now when i see your work now you have a very like naturalistic style mm -hmm. to me um and there's there's almost a filmic quality about it but whenever i look at your photo or like whenever i go to your website and like people always ask me um when they're looking for a shooter hey we need we need photos too xyz um and they ask me to do it and i'm like I, I don't do that i always send them to mike hey. um and yeah, whenever I go on your, I always I always send them to your website. And whenever I go to your website, like your photos always like seem so like naturalistic and like. I like that. You know, you gotta get that clean look. Yeah. I mean, you see a lot of people right now doing those Visco filters and yeah, whatnot. Visco yeah. M31. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite Visco filter? Oh man, it's gotta be the Portra. It's a classic. I know everyone's on that <laughs> shit, but it's a classic. Can't yeah. hate on it. But lately, I've been switching to Agfa Vista, I believe. That's a pretty good one, too. Dang. Is this for, are you talking about Lightroom? Yeah, Lightroom. Lightroom. Presets. So is that how you mainly edit all your uh, photos now? Pretty much. I just do Lightroom and then just uh, edit out the ugly crap on Photoshop if it needs to. Nice. Um, so walk me through, um, kind of going back to uh, that photo company. Walk me through the, like, so... You basically just got thrown in. Yeah, basically got thrown. I was surprised because it was, um, I think that week that we, um, we st I started, it was like Valentine's Day. And that's why like they just need photographers at that point and just like shoot the wedding. Was this something you wanted to do? or um, like Yeah, I was actually looking for a photography job at the time too, which is like, it worked out. But I didn't know it was going to be weddings, you know what I'm saying? I thought it was going to be green screen, it's going to be cool and chill. But what, so like, you, you thought it was going to be like green screens and stuff like that, but what... Like ideally, at at that time, what would you have liked to have? Been oh yeah, probably doing? portraits. Portraits are pretty cool. Portraits. Yeah, like you know, oh, I have the old studio and all that stuff. But definitely. Three months in, do you think you would have known what to do? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I was like, oh man. I mean, I guess that's what like you know, learn. It's the best way to learn. Is just throw yourself out there. Don't be scared to fail. Mm -hmm. So how long did that uh that kind of road last? Oh, so I worked for that company for about five years. And like I moved to a different company, uh, Imagine, for another year and a half. So, so why, why the switch? Um, actually, just like the the people were better, in my opinion. It's just more like a smaller company versus like a big company, so okay. they care about their employees a bit more. Nice. So <laughs> what? Um, then you you said you switched there for like a year. I bought a year and a half, and then they had to downsize, unfortunately, because um, they lost a contract to Caesars. So. So was it, it was mostly like wedding stuff you're doing? Pretty much weddings and events. Anything else? Um, no, that was it. And then after that, I just, um, after the company went down, I just decided to do freelance, which is pretty scary. This is actually my first year freelancing, like pretty crazy. What do you think? Oh man, it's, it's cool and like scary at the same time. It's <laughs> like, oh shit. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Cause like sometimes you're like, uh, I don't have any work for like the next month right? and you're just like sitting around and you're like, uh, you know, I gotta yeah. pull out the shin ramen, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs>
He's like, I got this bill coming up, <laughs> a couple bills. Um, yeah, that's re- that's really interesting. Um, so, what are like, if people are interested in picking up a camera and, and like getting into photography and kind of going along the same lines as what you, like they they mm-hmm. they really just want a job. So I think that's another really kind of important thing to consider too. Is like because some people, uh, most people just want to get paid to like yeah. take photos and. So what they look for is they look for a job to do that. So, like, if someone were thinking about going that route with, like, the like, what would you even call those companies? Like, what kind um, of what kind like, what kind of companies? I don't know. Just, like, like what? No, like what? Like, what would you call like a? They're obviously a photography company, but mm-hmm. it's is it a photography company? I don't know. I guess they did uh, photos and uh, for weddings and events. So they were like all around just all around photography yeah so what would you say about like if you were if you were if you were someone trying to pick up a camera and like learn photography what would you say to someone who may be thinking about going that route and going and kind of pursuing those companies Ooh, definitely just like send them an email and see if you can like shoot or even just like local photographers in town that you like your work and just see if you can like shadow and chances are they'll let you because like you know photographers like giving back to the community and you know they can always learn from teaching somebody if you like Mm-hmm. And you've done a lot of stuff in like the automobile space. Too, oh yeah, right? definitely love cars. It's like an awesome hobby, and like I love the culture. It's like amazing. Mm-hmm. So you obviously got into it because you like cars. Was um, how? Because uh, you you just did SEMA, didn't you? Oh yeah, I did SEMA like uh, two years back for a photo blog, uh, cars type back then. Okay. That was pretty cool. It's a cool experience to shoot all the cars and get all this stuff. And I've had some stuff for Stance Nation, which is a pretty big website for car culture. How do you link up with all these companies? It's, what's pretty crazy is like they find me for some reason. Like oh, really? just like referrals. You that's know, that's what, that's, like. what I, that's what I found too. Like, was it how, like what kind of referrals? This is like, because um, sometimes I do uh, like my friends' cars for free and then like they just know people and it just spreads oh, from they there. Just know. So yeah. like local friends, like people you actually know. Yeah, people I actually know and hang out with and then like they just know people because like their car is nice and then it just goes, grows from there. Have you ever gotten like any random cold calls? Oh. From like random people? Oh, no. no? no it's just, everything for me is like based from referrals. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, that's interesting because it's, I'm the same way. I'll, I get a lot of my work through referrals, but I also get like these random, random yeah, like these random producers will like email me from like New York or Australia and be like, "Hey, we're coming into Vegas. We need a cinematographer. We're looking for a cinematographer." <laughs> um, and I think that's the, that's the kind of cool thing about the video side specifically mm-hmm. is and, and, and film production is because like there are so many different jobs on set. You know, there are so oh, yeah. many different things. Like photography, granted, there are that there are a good amount of like different roles and positions on set, but I don't think it's as 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 mm-hmm. really ex- like. I feel you on that. You know, it's like different sections and whatnot. Yeah, like all the different departments. Like mm-hmm. you look at like I just watched, I just saw Black Panther last night, and we, I watched the whole credits, and I'm yeah, like, like, I'm like holy cow, that's a lot of people. Like I don't, I've never seen that many people on a photo shoot. All right, it's know? like whoa, the crew is ridiculous. Yeah, it is pretty ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I'll get all these random yeah emails from producers who are coming in, and and I think I think a lot of it attributes to my website because I think they'll just Google like Robert or not Robert they'll they'll Google uh, Las Vegas Las Vegas cinematographer or something like that, and then I think I'm I think I'm ranked third or fourth on Ooh. on the first page, so that definitely helps. Shout out Google Analytics. I know. Shout out SEO, WhatsApp, <laughs> Squarespace. Sponsor me, please. <laughs> this episode is brought to you now. <laughs> But real Squarespace, hit me up. Um, but um, 
Yeah, so I think that's really interesting. And I, and I talked with one of the Australian producers that I know um, that actually who hired me up for a job. And, and I was like, so, you know, you came from Australia. What the heck? How did you find? Like, I got a random email from you. How yeah. did you? And I asked her. And she was like, well, one, you came up on the first page. Like, she was looking, she, she was looking on all the pages. So it's not like she just saw me on the first page, but she, she looked on all the pages. But... I was I was high I was very highly ranked on the first page. Um, two, I had a really nice website. Um, she said it was like really clean and like well designed and easy to navigate. Three was my reel, and it's like, dude, that's that like all those kind of three, three things combined will like, it just like never fails to like it's get you work. Holy Trinity, right there, dude. It is. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, so going back to the topic of weddings, we've done quite a number of weddings together. Oh yeah, definitely. We've done, I don't even know how many. Too many. <laughs> Too many. So you mentioned that you were trying to get away from that. Why is that? Um, it's just like, it's a lot of work, definitely, like shooting all day and stuff. I feel like um, I was getting spoiled, like with video at least, like, you know, getting paid more to do less work. Yeah, getting paid yeah. more for less hours. Yeah. And like, it's just, as, as I get older too, it just like, it's tiring. I don't know. Like for the young, yeah, for the for the younger cats, you know what I'm saying? Like shooting a wedding all day, it wasn't tiring me for me. But I'm, as I as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's paying a wear my body. I know, especially having your gear on you, two cameras. There's long hours too, and it's now. not like you get much of a break too. I mean, you Definitely. get to you get to eat maybe. Yeah, maybe but for, for like thirty minutes. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> if they give you a hot plate of food. But yeah. other than that, like. It's crazy. Dude, it's nuts. Like, yeah. you're working all day, and especially, and if you're getting prep stuff. And yeah. that's why a lot of people kind of, um, if you, you'll notice a lot of wedding photographers, videographers, they'll, like, on their website for wedding pricing, they'll, like, include only a set number of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, well, at least for me, the way I, I kind of do it is I, I almost kind of upcharge for oh, yeah. weddings. Because, one, I'm not too fond of doing weddings, which is why, I, like, I charge a lot, um, but two, I don't really, I don't really set a time constraint like how many in terms of how many hours you get because sometimes some of the best moments to capture are not within that window. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, yeah. Um, so we've done a lot of weddings together. We work really well together, um, especially because like a lot of the weddings that I'll do solo, um, and 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 when I say work together, I mean that like I'm doing video. And Mike is doing photo, mm-hmm. um, so they're separate jobs. And a lot of times, brides will come up to me like, "Hey, do you do photo too?" No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Here's Mike. Um, we've worked together, blah 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 blah. And then, so we'll we'll be on this wedding together, and our, we have a really good work dynamic. And I think a lot of it's because we, like we don't get in each other's way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's like a big thing too. Like doing photos and another different video guy, it just sucks because like they want to get the shot and I want to get the shot, and you know they just. It, it won't happen. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous because like I've done I've done plenty of solo. I like I do I, the majority of the weddings. I don't do a lot of weddings, but the majority of weddings I do are solo weddings. And um, and like you like you said, like the photographer wants to get the shot, and like nine times out of ten, the photographer has no sense of like mm-hmm. boundaries or like no sense of space, like just the generic space around them, and they're like they they like. I could be sh- I could be getting a shot, and they don't have any care in the world, and then they just step right in front of my shot, and they just ruin the moment right there. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. So, how do you? Um, do, are there any tips that you have to like maybe get around that? Um, oh, 
definitely maybe just have a talk with your videographer or photographer and just say, hey, I'm going to be like, you know, working with you. Let's just get the both shots really good. You know what I'm saying? Let's not try to get in each other's way. You know, definitely. But see, my problem is that sometimes I've done that, yeah, but like they still do it. They still fucking do it. It's like what the what the hell? Yeah. Well, what you do is just get them back. You know, just get in front of them too. I know. Sometimes I, I'm not gonna lie. So I've done that a Guilty. few times. I've done. <laughs> there have been a few times where I have like just yeah, I've totally done that. <laughs> I've gotten in their shots. So um, for people, for maybe people that are starting out in the wedding business. Oh, so like you mentioned too, mm-hmm. like have like. Weddings are good just kind of all around to, like, know how to do, even though, even if, like, that's not where you want to be. Yeah. So, like, what kind of skill sets, like, do you kind of learn, like, do you help Ooh, grow definitely. from doing weddings? Like, with weddings, you learn a lot. Definitely from, like, timing, because, you know, with weddings, nef- nothing's ever on time, so you, like, freak out. Oh, and then yeah, you yeah, yeah. Everything's always behind. Yep, everything's always behind, and, like, sometimes that freaks out other photographers, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, ha- it can happen on a production set, too, so it's not running late, yeah. and then, like... <clears throat> yeah, it just throws off your mojo. And also just like shooting in different settings because, you know, at weddings, you know, if you're shooting all day, it goes from day to night. You yeah. got an indoor, outdoor. You got so. a, yeah, the different time of day and, and learning different shooting environment. Like mm-hmm. the shooting environment is always changing. So like knowing how to adapt. Yeah. Um, I listen to a lot of talks by like Roger Deakins and he says, that, well, because he first started out doing documentaries and he mentioned that um, he like just have, knowing how to do documentaries, whether it be photo or video, um, is just like such a critical skill set to have because you the, the and like I, I totally agree I, I totally agree because like sometimes all the variables are, are chosen for you in a specific scene and you have to just know how to make it look good and so like if you transfer that skill set over into like filmmaking like you have the shot and everything everything's usually lit and everything's like usually like set up pre-produced and like lit like <laughs> and like if you it's like you know it's very instinctual um camera operating and um yeah documentary just having document documentary background is just a really valuable asset to have mm-hmm. definitely just like a second shooting with somebody even if it's like for free do it yeah it's worth it or maybe definitely even third learn. shooting yeah third shooting too yeah. just like hit up your local photographer be like hey I want to learn I want to be with you and I'll, I'll do it for free I mean I, it's all about getting paid but also sometimes th- those free works turn into work later on it's pretty yeah. crazy and especially if you times. if you show up and like do your job and yeah. do it well like that's that's going to be a repeat like you know basis that's going to be a repeat thing like hey you did a really good job last time um, I'd love to have you out again and this time you'll get paid and, yeah. you know, and, and kind of developing those relationships. Definitely. That's what I'm saying. Like some people like I know will do a shoot for free, but then again, they're not getting any work. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. sometimes you just got to do it for free. That's know? a good way to learn too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's basically a crash course. Um, and it's, I think the one that I think that probably the hardest thing is would be finding, would be finding someone that, that does like good work. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, that's where it gets into the subjective, like, well, how do you know if a work is good or not? I think this is good, but someone else may not think it's good. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm just really picky. Like, I think oh, <laughs> I think uh, 90% of all the wedding videos I see are like, eh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's okay. It's, like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. They just paid $10,000 for it, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, not even that. But that is the perfect segue for what I was going to talk about next, and that mm-hmm. is how do you go about pricing your, like, when you're first starting <coughs> out? Oh, yeah. How do you go about pricing your work and, like, knowing your worth and value? Definitely you just stick to your worth and value because, like, you know, you might think it might be too much, but 
if you think about it as a photographer or a videographer, you're getting, you're doing everything for yourself. You bought the camera, you're paying for your website, your internet, and all that. You're doing all these jobs. It's not just a photographer. You know what I'm saying? You're doing your own marketing. So it definitely just charge what you think you're worth. Yeah. Don't downplay. It. Don't be afraid to like turn down work because it's cheap. What was the? How much did you? Well, you got you got caught up in that the company. So yeah. like, what did the company pay you? Oh first? my gosh, let me tell you. So the company first paid me. Uh, we call it ten dollars an hour, and that was shitty. As a photographer, it's like yeah. You know how much photographers make? They make over like a hundred, hundred fifty or whatever per hour. But I got ten dollars an hour. I was like, oh wow. shit. But at the time, did you think that was good or bad? <laughs> yeah, it was at the time it was good because at like, the time you're like, like, wow, that's great. Yeah. I have a job. I was a young cat back then. Wow. Like, what, how, how old were you? I believe when I started the job, I was like eighteen or nineteen. Dang. I was like, I was like, oh, that's ten dollars an hour. All right. Dang. And what's funny after that is like a year after I asked for a raise, I got a two dollar raise. I was like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> and then after that, no raises for after working like five years in that company. Dang. And then what? So you hopped over to Imagine. What did they give yeah. you? Yeah, uh, they gave me about uh, sixteen an hour. Oh, it's wow. still pretty good, but like, That's so significant. what's nice is um, they have uh, very good bonuses, which like okay. helped out a lot. What kind of like? How do you get a bonus? I think um, if you sell like uh, this, it's like oh, because you have to yeah. sell stuff. So talk yeah. about that. You oh, talk so about what's that? also too like as a photographer with weddings as well too. That's another way to make money is like selling your CD with photos in it. It's crazy how much those sell for. Like, working at those companies made me realize how much your work is worth. Yeah. Like, even though I got paid $10 an hour, but think about it, they sell, they sold the CD for, like, $1,200. And that's oh only, like, gosh. less than 100 But you had photos. to do the selling. I didn't have to do the selling. Oh, you didn't they had another uh, person doing the selling. Oh, okay. So that's a different department. Yeah, it's a different department. But if you think about it, like, if you don't have good work, then how is it going to sell? So what was the process? Uh, when you were with when you were with uh, Imagine, mm -hmm. like, so obviously you had to shoot the wedding. You had to edit them too? Oh, yeah. So you have to shoot the wedding and then edit them, do, like, their basic corrections, and then set them off to the, the salesperson to sell the next day. Okay. And is it is there a specific number that you have to hit or they or how um, is it? I usually have my own specific settings, like... Uh, or I try to average between 75 to 100 shots okay. per like hour, but sometimes less because you know sometimes there's like really nothing going on. Depends if they have family and whatnot. Gotcha. Um, so going back to the whole pricing thing, um, do you think people should go kind of the hourly route or flat rate or day rate? Like how do you? What do you think? Mm, I think they should go like the the flat rate, in my opinion. I feel like that's like you know with the hour too. Like when I do portraits or anything, like I just usually say it's like around like 30 minutes to an hour but sometimes it might be longer because you know you might not get the shot you know what i'm saying like if you're not busy in the afternoon might as well take your time and do some mm -hmm. something learn from it yeah usually sometimes i'll do flat rate sometimes it's kind of a, a mixture so mm -hmm. sometimes is i'll think i'll come up with an hourly rate for myself um and then i'll add that and then one thing you have to always also keep in mind is that like there are you're using your camera, mm -hmm. which should be a camera rental. So, yeah. and usually I do like about three, four percent of the of the price of the camera, and whatever gear I'm using, and then I'll add that to the cost. And then, you know, trip expenses. Does it cost anything to for parking, for mm -hmm. gas? You know, are, are you have to driving. Are you driving to L.A. Like, so. are you? Uh, you have to get a hotel. You know, so all these kind of costs and expenses kind of really add up. So I think a good starting point would be to um, come up with a, like a fixed, a solid hourly rate. Yeah. You know, that could be 20 bucks an hour. Like, and, and do whatever you think you're worth, you know. Yeah. Um, I think when I was, you know, when I was starting, I think my, I probably did like probably 50 an hour or something like that. Um you know, which, which, you know, really isn't bad, mm -hmm. but like come up with an, a fixed hourly rate and then, you know, 
figure out how long you'll be shooting. How long, how long do they want you to shoot? Or if you want a hard cutoff, like what we were kind of talking about earlier, like, cause I mean, weddings are tiring. Mm -hmm. You know, you're working all day, not yeah. like minimal breaks. It's just constantly going. Um, and th uh, so figure out how long, how many hours you'll be shooting and then calculate that out. And then you'll have a solid, you know, break. Yeah. Do you have any, do you have any other thoughts on that? Um, yeah, definitely. Like my, my main thing is to charge what you're worth. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, and also don't be afraid to work for free. I mean, I mean, it's contradicting, but yeah. it definitely like helps. It's definitely, especially when you're starting out, like mm. that's a thing, like, you know, it's crazy. I think for the, the, one of the first things I got paid for, I was in high school. I, yeah. th I think I was 17. Yeah. I think I was 17 years old. Dang. I got paid for a, a quinceanera. Oh. And I got paid. Three hundred. I just. I think I just threw a number out. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't really sure. <laughs> I, like, I was like three hundred dollars, and I got paid three hundred dollars. Like, oh, oh my 17 god! Seventeen year old you was like, yeah. I was like, holy cow! I think I bought a. Uh, I think I bought like a gaming headset. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, especially when you're in high school or like you're really young. You're like not even in your twenties. Like any kind of money is like a lot. It's, it's yeah. It's like it's inconceivable, and it's like really valuable to you. It's like wow. I just made three hundred dollars for making a video. Whoa. Like that's cool. And then you start thinking, you know, okay, this is kind of, you know, if I if I did this more often, you know, um, and it turns out it was like I think it was like a four minute. I only did like a four minute kind of highlight thing. Hey, that's a lot. That's a long time if you do it now. <laughs> Most highlights are like two minutes now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. The thing is, is that well, I, I I did this. I did this. Uh, <laughs> I did this video and I sent it to them, and they were calling me back. They were like. Hey, so uh, yeah, we only got the three-minute video. Like, is there like a longer one? And I was like, um, no, that was that was kind of it. And like, they could, but these these people were kept calling me and calling me, and I was just so scared. I was just like, I was like a turtle on a shell. Like, oh no, they don't like it. You know, I was like super self-conscious. But like, and then I was like, no. I remember I was on the phone uh, with uh, like one of the cousins, and I was like, no, that was that was it. But but if I mean if you didn't like it, I I, I can give you a refund. But uh, <laughs> no, that that was it. And they're like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, okay, all right. And then and they just that was it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dang. So I think also another another thing, like one of, I think probably my top tip for like if you're first starting out in weddings is like like obviously contracts are like good to have. But what they also do is they like establish exactly what's going to be delivered to the client. Mm -hmm. Like exact, like, is it going to, are you delivering a full wedding film? Mm -hmm. If so, how long is that wedding film? What does that wedding film include? Are you delivering a wedding film and highlights? Mm -hmm. Are you delivering a documentary edit? Like what, what kind of edit? And also that's another thing I didn't even talk about with pricing when you're first starting out and you're kind of pricing out um, how much to charge you got to think about editing. Mm -hmm. So I, I also have my own editing rate. So I'll, I'll think to myself, okay, it's going to take me this amount of hours to edit a documentary film, a highlight film, a wedding film, you know, whatever. And so I'll, I'll think about that. Um, and then depending on when you want to be paid, I'll, I'll think about that in advance and then put all, and then kind of budget all that out, put in the contract and then get paid the day of the wedding. Or you can get paid, you know, when you deliver, so like I know you don't you have deposits? Don't you request deposits? Yeah, usually I do a deposit before and like half half the price on the on the deposit and then uh, the upon rest, signing. Yeah, upon signing and then after the wedding, I usually try to get like right there and then I'll deliver it within two weeks. 
within two weeks. Yeah, within two weeks. That's because, like, I mean, I'll finish it within a week, but I just say just in case something happens, pops up or anything. Also, an, an, another kind of good tip I have is, man, I got so many tips. <laughs> we, we've been in the game for too long. Um, another tip that I have is that another good kind of practice to do when you're starting out is to first, um, you know, you can request however much deposit, 10%, 20%, 50%. Request however much you want so that they guarantee you. But... Um, the final amount, maybe try to get that when you deliver, mm-hmm. when you actually deliver the film, because there have been projects where I've just, I've been, I've just procrastinated <laughs> and I've just sat and I've just sat on them. And then, and then they call, they, they uh-huh. call me up with like, you know, they're kind of threatening, like, Hey, what the heck we've been waiting X, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> and like, I, granted I was busy, but at the same time, like I should have freaking just yeah, you know do it, done it you know it so that's a, and and also the, like it's been paid for in full so like there's really no excuse so that's kind of a really good kind of practice to help keep you on top of things and kind of just keep the ball rolling because you know if you get paid then you're like okay cool awesome oh yeah, yeah definitely not motivate you to edit and so it's like oh i need to finish and get paid yeah you know i need to yeah exactly so sometimes i won't even request a deposit sometimes i'll <laughs> which is you know Sometimes I, well, I do that for friends mostly, but sometimes I, I don't even request a deposit. So that way, um, and like, and then if I don't even get, so, and I only get paid when I deliver the thing. So it's like, okay, now it's hustle time. Cause I want, I want, I want this money. Yeah. Like I need this money for bills, X, Y, Z. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, um, rolling off of that point when you're, how do you know when to start charging more? Like, how do you know when you've <coughs> reached a certain level and how do you know when to start charging more? Uh, definitely just see how you're doing with your clients. You know, if your clients are paying you the amount that you want and you're getting more of it and you think you're improving your work, you definitely see, like, every year I always look at my work and I'm like, oh, am I doing good? Do you ever, do you ever compare with other people or how do you? Yeah, that too. I, like, I try to compare other people's rates and see how they're doing it and stuff like that. But definitely, like, you know, charge what you're worth. Yeah, it's it, it's it's tough. Um, I, I know the reason that I started charging more is because I kind of got busy with other like production jobs, like actual production jobs, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I'm honestly not really too fond of weddings because like I you know we said earlier, they're long days. You're working all day, but also especially when you're doing video. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's photo, more tiring. like photos is one thing, but video like. Oh shoot. You're not you're not worried about just a picture. You're worried about 24 pictures yeah. in you know one second. So it's not like you can just snap a picture and just kind of like stand there. Like you have to be on your like you literally have to be on or get times 24. And so and w- and with that, um, video gear is a lot more heavy mm-hmm, than photo gear. Yeah. Sometimes when I shoot with Rob, he carries like 10, 10 bags and I carry just one. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I got my cart. Uh-huh. Sponsored, innovative. <laughs> Please send me shout out, innovative. Shout out, shout out to innovative. <laughs> yeah, so that's one of the actually um, some of you. For those who who don't know, innovative is a they're kind of a premium uh, uh, production cart to kind of they 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 fold up and they uh, you can you can storm in um, like your car back seat whatever. And you can fly. I've flown with mine a few times, but the reason I and like they're really expensive. And the reason mm-hmm. main reason I bought mine is because. Oh my crap! It's so heavy. Oh, definitely. It's like you're investing in your health if you think about it. Because yeah. like with photography, videography, like you carry a lot of stuff, and like you won't feel it now. But when you're older, you're gonna yeah, feel it. Yeah, it's definitely and a long-term investment. You know, mm-hmm. um, thinking long-term. Like I, because like anyone that I've shot with, like weddings with, will know. 
Like, I bring a lot of freaking stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I bring a lot <laughs> of stuff. And, you know, it's not like as I'm trying to bring a lot of stuff. It's just I've gone to the... Because I've, I've started upgrading my, 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 my gear because I do a lot of production work. And, um, like, you, you start needing all these kinds of things for, for production work. And, like, so I've invested so much into all this stuff. It's like I don't really want to have to downgrade into like yeah, you know something. lighter I don't want to have to reinvest in an- another DSLR yeah. or like another camera system newer lens and like I don't want to have to like might as well just use the good stuff that I have Definitely. so and it's to, it's to the point where like my camera body like because I shoot on the FS7 um, and it's to the point where that takes up one bag like usually with photo like you can stuff your lenses in stuff mm-hmm. your camera in yep. stuff whatever the heck your laptop in yeah, if you're like me I just shoot with a 50 and maybe bring a you know 24-7 just in case that but, is insane <laughs> I can't even I can't even fathom that that's insane I, I mainly shoot with a 52 but like like my lenses all my mm-hmm. lenses are in another roller I have another I have another Pelican dedicated to just audio like and that's the other that's the other thing too like when you're figuring out if you're doing video for weddings like you have to, you have to have a kind of a basic sense of how to roll audio. Oh, definitely. That's like one of the important things. Like audio, good audio. Don't yeah, forget about it's that. it's it's equally, if not more important, than video. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people lose sight of that. And and so, you know, I have a whole Pelican case dedicated. To, I have, I have uh, a baby crying in the background. <laughs> I have, I you know, I have a I have a field recorder. I have lav mics. Um, any kind of any literally any kind of cable I might need for a DJ to hook up into a patch into mm-hmm. a DJ sound like, you know I have a whole case for that. You know if I'm bringing my drone, that's another small bag. Usually I will. Um, um, sometimes I'll bring my smaller camera for a B camera for second angle. That's another bag. I have my ten bags. I'm not kidding. At least two tripods. <laughs> you know it's a lot of stuff. So shout out to Innovative. <laughs> Anyways, so. Um, back on the track of budget, what do you? What are your thoughts on when you see that like brides are charging, or they give more budget for photos as opposed to video? Like oh, they, yeah, they, they give like, yeah we, <laughs> yeah we're spending uh, like three grand on the photographer. And we only have a budget of five hundred for the video. Oh yeah, definitely. That's so crazy to me. I'm like, if you think about it too, like the video, cap. I mean, the photo does capture a lot as well but if you think about it if you look at a video it'll give you more feels than photos in my opinion at least like seeing live action definitely like is more touching than photos yeah it's a different yeah. medium yeah i mean i don't get me wrong i love the power of photography and mm-hmm. like the 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 um, emotional um connect that you can get from yeah the, photo. the emotional connection you get from photos but at the same time it, it's just not quite the same as as uh, as video cuz you know people spend 10 times more time consuming mm-hmm. video content than they do a photo. Like a photo, some, a lot of most people just look at it and be like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. I love this photo. This is a great photo. But like video, you have to be completely yeah. like, like you have to completely consume, like it consumes you, you know? Yeah, I honestly think it's like not fair too, like that uh, photo people get paid more than video because like definitely like in, in the wedding field at least, like they're like, oh, we don't need a photo. You know, we just need like a basic one. But yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, and and the thing is, it requires a completely different skill set, video, photo from video, mm-hmm. and like a lot of people don't kind of get that, and they don't realize that, and that's why I get kind of frustrated when I see 
photographers like on websites they'll be like yeah and we do video <laughs> it's like whenever you see that and whenever you see that someone does yeah I do photo and video usually one is not gonna be as good yeah as the and because that that's why because I, I first got started in photography and that's why I let go of uh, photography because I wanted to specialize in video yeah you know, rather I'd rather than both yeah I'd rather specialize and be like great at one thing rather than be like mediocre at both mm-hmm. um but yeah, it requires two completely different skill sets, um, and you know it's just a you know it's a different medium. And at the end of the day, it's I guess I get I mean it's a personal thing. Um, I found this really good quote online. It says you can you can have a twenty thousand dollar wedding and hire a five hundred dollar videographer, and it will look like a five hundred dollar wedding. Or mm-hmm. you can have a four thousand dollar wedding and hire a four thousand dollar videographer, and your wedding will look like a twenty thousand dollar wedding. Ooh, that's a good one. And I was like, dang. It's true. That's pretty deep. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. And there's another one from the uh, Wedding Film School um, Facebook group. And by the way, shout out to uh, Craig Adams. Uh, do you know Craig Adams? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't really live on the internet. It's like, I don't oh, know. Man, I, I live and breathe <laughs> and eat. What's your IP address? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, so uh, Craig Adams, he uh, he founded Wedding Film School on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He, he, he doesn't do weddings anymore, but... Back in the day, a few years ago, a number of years ago, he uh, made like inf- like in, uh, informational content on educational content on how to shoot weddings and yeah. especially or towards video. And that was kind of the cool thing because not a lot of people, no one was do- no one was doing the kind of stuff he was doing. And he he posts like uh, behind the scenes, and they're like it's like the cinema verite like long form just watch sit there and watch like watch the process and that's one thing i really like but there's a there's a facebook group called wedding film school and people post their tips and tricks on weddings what they do it's more it's more geared for um for video but they'll post uh their people will share their work and and stuff like that and i found this really good quote on there i'll read it now it says um it's been said before but here's just a quick reminder if you're anywhere close to being a decent wedding filmmaker giving all a Giving away all of your work for two to three thousand dollars is doing a disservice to yourself and the industry you represent. You are a multi-talented individual who has spent countless hours researching and honing your credit, your craft. You shoot, handling multiple cameras at once, agonizing over the most creative angles, record and mix audio, organizing cut gigs upon gigs of footage, color correct and grade, create websites, packages, and promote yourself. We've had multiple graduates from well-known film schools who can't handle the pressure of what you can do and quit after one wedding. Get paid what you deserve for the work you do and raise awareness to how much actually goes into a wedding film. You got this. You're worth it. And I was like, dang. Mm, that's a good one. That's pretty cool because, like, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of uh, like, I don't really know. I know maybe a, a handful of people that from film school that, you know, do weddings. But it's like... It's just a lot of pressure, you know. Mm-hmm. You only get one shot. Yeah, you don't get another try. And that's and that's the cool thing about, um, you know, that's why we said like having a documentary background is really beneficial. Is because imagine if you're on a film set and you you only have one shot to get this. You know, maybe there's an explosion. Maybe there's like special effects. You only have one shot to get this shot. And like, how are you going to perform under pressure? Mm-hmm. And because that's literally it's like you're not going to go back and be like, hey, I. I forgot to hit record, like, after they kiss. <laughs> yeah. hey, can you do that again yep, <laughs> as they're walking down? Like, no. Like, you have one shot. So I, 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 I thought that was really powerful. And um, I don't, like I said, I don't really um, try to do weddings much anymore, but it is kind of a, a big, uh, um, 
way to help yourself kind of learn and grow. That's a good learning curve. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a kind of a, some helpful, hopefully helpful tips on how to uh, kind of price yourself as you start out. Oh, yeah. um, so I want to talk about kind of moving on kind of more recently, the stuff that we've done for Hypebeast. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. How was that? Oh, it was awesome, man. Shout out to Hypebeast. I love the <laughs> blog, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was crazy. That, I think that was uh, actually uh, Francis. Oh, yeah. Francis yeah, yeah. hooked Francis me up with up. Yeah. Uh, one of our uh, One of our kind of mutual friends, he hooked it up. He was like, hey, man, um, I didn't really know this guy. I think we just followed each other on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing, too, like social media, the power of social oh, media, yeah, it will... Like, it can connect you with some, it can con- connect you with clients and, and, and production. So definitely don't sleep on uh, your social media. But yeah, Francis, he hit me up. He was like, hey, man, I, I'm do, I do work for Hypebeast, and they're looking for a video um, with, like, Future and Travis Scott, and they're coming into town. Like, you want to link up with them? And I was like, yeah, sure. And at the time, I didn't, mm-hmm. I honestly didn't know who the heck any of these were. Oh, because they're like, oh. Because I don't, I mean, I don't listen yeah. to that music, but like, you know, I definitely know them now. Yeah. It's like crazy. Like, I see them everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, so we got to do this like cool, like, so, you know, what was that, what was that experience like, like kind of being around all those kind of <coughs> oh, yeah. famous? Oh, man, it's pretty crazy. It's like kind of nerve wracking at the same time because, you know, you don't want to say something stupid and like, but <laughs> yeah, it was a cool experience. I met some cool people. I mean, there's some people, too, that weren't as cool as I thought they would be. But, you know, I guess that's what it is with the fame, you know? Yeah, who's your favorite? <laughs> oh, my favorite? I think the the best one was uh, T.I. He was a pretty friendly guy. Yeah, really? Yeah, he was pretty good. And, and when uh, he was able to chop it up with us and, like, give his time. Oh, dude, that's cool. Yeah. I wasn't on that one. Yeah, I think that was with Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy did that yeah, one. Yeah, I was like, he was a cool guy. Like, that's awesome. Um... I think my favorite was G-Eazy. Oh, yeah. He was pretty cool, too. Yeah, G-Eazy. He was the only one that showed up early. Yeah. On you, time. He, yeah. <laughs> not even on time. It was early. All the other... Was T.I. on time? Was, uh, was I think he was, like, a little bit late, but not, like, but rapper he was late. late. Yeah, yeah. Not rapper late. <laughs> yeah, rapper late. It's, like, an hour Dude, later. it's Because like, yeah. we did that one with... Were you there with Travis Scott or no? I wasn't there for oh, Travis man. Scott. Oh, man. So, Travis Scott, this yeah. dude was, like, two, like two hours late. <laughs> we're sitting there in this hotel room, like... Yeah. Waiting to do that, waiting to shoot this interview, and and dude, the dude's like two hours late. I was like, gosh, yeah, dang rapper it. time, dude. And and one, I had, I had to mic the dude up, and the dude straight smelled up like weed. And mm-hmm. it was like, <laughs> it's like really, you had to be two hours late so you can smoke weed. Anyways, um, mm-hmm. and 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 with that, um, you got additional work with hypebeast, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I was able to shoot agenda with them, and yeah, it was pretty cool. It's so crazy though, like the power of hypebeast. Like literally, you tell them that you're for hypebeast, and they're like, "Oh, you see a smile on their face." Like, oh, <laughs> it's like, "Oh, wow. we're gonna be on this website." Whoa. <laughs> Dang, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, um, so I'll link to that video series that we did with hypebeast uh, in the show notes or um, in the video description. But yeah, basically, the, the series that we did um, was basically profiling, you know, all these rappers and 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 their performances at um, a local nightclub here in town. I mean, it was pretty cool. It was fun. It was a cool experience. What's it like shooting in a nightclub? Oh, it's pretty crazy. It's hectic. A lot of people, drunk people. It's, it's like so the worst. Many it's crazy. And like the girls love the camera. They're like, oh, take a yeah, picture. Yeah, that's the of me. one time. That's the kind of one time that people are kind of really down to mm-hmm. be on camera, which is which is cool. Because normally, like, I'll pull out my camera and be like, oh, oh yeah. It's like versus like corporate events. You're like, oh, oh especially <laughs> corporate events. Corporate events, people just literally turn around and walk away. But like, you know, everyone wants to be on camera in the clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me about this rig. You've amassed uh, quite the little rig. Oh, yeah. So we finally, so I'm starting to do more video. And, yeah, we just finally completed my rig. <laughs> we 
We got like a small HD monitor to see the video, the Chris video. The Crispy Chris. The Crispy Chris. And then the Lutz by Rob. <laughs> it's a secret, you know. Buy their presets now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Preset pack coming out. Yeah. Um, so um, I, have a, I have my own set of Lutz that I use for S-Log. Um, and ever since I got a hand, my hands on those, I have not stopped shooting S-Log. Like, mm-hmm. I love S-Log. And a lot of people don't use S-Log. And I'm like, dude, yeah. just take the extra... Two minutes that it takes to, to kind of fix your, yeah, your footage, footage. Yeah. and it's like, it'll look so like, the reason I like using S-Log is just because it's made a dynamic range. Like mm-hmm. once you get into, the uh, kind of baked in color like Cinephore or whatever, yeah. you know you you know it's like eleven maybe ten eleven stops. S-Log it's like fourteen. Like, the new Whoa. one new A7 is is uh, claiming fifteen. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll rent that and do some <laughs> do some latitude tests. But yeah, so um, yeah, what else you got on this rig? <coughs> oh, so we got the we call it the small rig cage, do you know, to protect the camera. We got the Switronics battery for all day shooting. All day. How long has that right powered that guy for? Ooh, about 12, 13 hours. It's pretty crazy. That's pretty good. Plus monitor, right? Yeah, plus the monitor. It's like literally you don't have to worry about it because you know with the Sony you like with the Sony <laughs> with the Sony you ran out of battery after like forty minutes of shooting. Yeah. Well, the new ones, those new Z batteries are, are super legit. Oh, nice. Uh, like the ones in the A seven R three, the A seven three, and and I'm assuming the A seven S three. Those new Z batteries, the last like I think someone, someone I think I read someone shoot, shooting four K for like two hours and they oh, were wow. at, they were at forty percent. Yeah, that's good. I was like, holy crap! Ooh, yeah, so up. so the new the newer Z batteries are are actually pretty good, um, but yeah, definitely having like right now I'm I'm shooting this podcast on the six thousand five hundred, and I've got the small HD focus and it's running into a dummy battery with because uh, you can power the camera off the at that and this this thing lasts like four hour four right, or five so hours. Needs a V mount, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's super convenient. Um, so yeah, so what kind of made you take the pivot towards the video? Oh, the video is just, it's very awesome. I, I just love like how it's collaborative. You know, you always work with people and stuff like that. And it's also just something, a different change from photos. Because like, you know, after you do something for a while, you're just like, eh, let's try something new. Yeah, you just kind of got jaded from... Yeah, it's like, especially with like social media, like it kind of got saturated. Like everyone's like doing the same look. Yeah. It's so crazy, like... It's like people are going to the same locations, shooting the same look. It's like what makes you different from the others? They just want to be like each other, which is like, I mean, it's cool, but like what's Yeah, they just kind of copy each other's aesthetic. Yeah, which is like kind of lame because like, you know, why would you want to be like someone else when you could just be yourself? Yeah, just make your own style. Some crispy bangers. Some crispy bangers for the feed. (laughs) Yeah, for the nine. nectar. (laughs) Shout out nine Kelvin for the memes. We'll have to post them on the on the oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, that's it's hilarious. Oh man. Anyways, so what do you think? Uh, what do you think? What like? How do you think that skill set differs from photo and video? Like, what's different? What like? What kind of? Th- what? How do you? What makes you think differently? Oh, what's it's like pretty much like a moving picture to me. Like, what's with video? It's like way harder because you have to edit your footage. It's not like you know, you got to make sure the shot is good. It's nice, crisp, steady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, Steady. audio, you got to worry, like, a lot about a lot more things, especially with color, too. It's yeah. not like you have raw where you can, like, fix your white balance if you're, you know. Yeah, you're off. You need to try to get it in camera um, as much as you can so they have so much, that much more flexibility in post. Um, yeah, dude, it's a lot. Yeah, it's pretty much like the equivalent to shooting JPEG in camera form. Like, 
You can't do shit. Yeah, just think about it. I mean, you're recording <laughs> 24 or however, 60, whatever frame you are, times a second, it's it's a lot. You get, and you have to think about That's one thing, too, like movement. Mm-hmm. The dynamic of movement is so, like, you don't even have that with... Uh, I mean, you do if you. I mean, if you want to like decrease your shutter speed and photos, you know, or whatever. But you know, once you introduce the element of movement, it just definitely changes things. Yeah, definitely. And just like still learning about like a lot of things. It's pretty crazy. What do you want to learn about? Uh, mostly. Just uh, I gotta work on my lighting a little bit more because like you know a lot of stuff that I do is just pretty much just reflector or you know. Like natural bounce. Yeah, natural bounce and all that. So I'm just like definitely more lighting and then. How to like better audio? Better audio. Yeah. Better audio. Um, so, what kind of stuff are you looking to get into in the future? Like, what I like ideally um, think about uh, young Mike, Mike Steez, <laughs> with, with all the knowledge. Like, what stuff do you you want to be doing? Surprisingly, like, actually, like doing more like interviews and stuff that would be cool, like documentaries, and uh, then maybe docs? Just, yeah. And then I kind of want to do like uh, like concerts and stuff just to like see how it is definitely like for photos or videos which one uh for video to challenge myself because like video. yeah because like you know with photos i think i'd like do a decent job because you already know what i'm doing but like with video it's kind of scary because like fuck what am i gonna do yeah <laughs> yeah i'm still new to it so i'm just like uh yeah help me <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so like i said earlier mike has done all my bts behind the scenes stuff uh lately and um, we got a few projects coming out down the road that we're going to try to get him on um, and, to, and do um, some of the more BTS stuff. So, um, yeah, do you have any kind of, like, long-term goals in the, in, the, in the near or far future? Well, one of them is, like, it's kind of funny. Like, uh, I just want to be on a, on a movie in, one, in the credit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to be one of the names there. Movie like, credits? Oh, yeah. Like, doing what? Just anything? Just anything, anything, anything. Like, an assistant or... <laughs> Assistant, you know the, the what do you call it, the glass cleaner, <laughs> the actor, the the guy in the coffee shop in the background, you know, uh, extra, yeah, be yeah. An extra. It's like, well, just 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 once, just once, I'll be a li- long lifetime door holder. Yeah, it's like, oh, there he goes. You know, I just want to point him. I'm here. I made it. <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know you're you're trying to save up for an FS5. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm trying to save up for FS5 because like I like that built-in ND and then just more features with the video. I mean, the A7R is good camera for what I'm doing, but, you know, it's always nice to have, like, a little bit more extra on it. Yeah, I mean, it's a dedicated video yeah. camera, you know. I actually really want an A7R three. Um, I really want one, <laughs> but it's like, I already have an A6500, and it already does what I need, so I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't really need to spend the extra $3,000 to get one. But it is really nice. Right. Sony, please. <laughs> I know Sony. If you wanna, if you wanna sponsor, I'd, right. I'd be more than down. Um, yeah, you know it's weird. I've been watching. Like, did you see, have you seen any of the A7 III videos that people have done? I haven't yet. So like, yeah, they sent out all these reviewers, all these like tech review viewers, and they sent them all out to obviously unveil the A7 III. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. If you think about it, and maybe this is just me, and and maybe you guys can let me know in the comments. But I feel like a lot of people that they send out and a lot of people that they sponsor, like, they don't really, like, do good work. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I feel you on that, too. It's just because, like, they have a following, I feel like. That's another thing, yeah, too. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, exactly. Like, because they have such massive followings. But the one thing I try to think about is, like, well, why do they have that following? And, like, like if you actually take a second to, like, actually look, like, at their work, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It's like, it's like, uh... And, like, all the demo stuff that they, they like, because obviously they'll make videos at the event. 
and they'll include the pictures, they'll include the video that they took, and I'm like, does this really like show? And obviously, like, granted, they've only this is they're only able to spend you know a couple hours with the camera probably, yeah. And so, but like, is this really the like the full capability that this camera is able to, you know, mm-hmm. produce? I don't know, maybe. Sony, send us out. We'll send, just one. We'll, we'll just try it out for a send few us days, out you know? to an event. We'll. Uh, We'll show you what we'll we We'll make got. some banger content for the feed. <laughs> let's, let's tell you. So, yeah, um, you're saving up for the FS5. Um, it's a great little camera. Oh, yeah. Um, was there anything specific, uh, anything else that uh, kind of really, uh, as, as opposed to maybe other camera systems? Um, no, that's really much it. And then probably invest more in lighting because I, I rarely, I don't really have any lighting. I need to, I need to do that too, actually. Mm, it's an important key, lighting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. Uh-huh. Sweet. So where can people find you on the gram? Oh, so it's Mike Steez with two E's and three E's at the end. You know what I'm saying? Holla at your boy. Dude, I look you up so many, I saw, so often I I know. <laughs> yeah. It's two yeah. E, two, two and three. Yeah, that's why it's uh, usually because some people think it's just one and two. But, yeah, yeah I fucked up. Somebody took it, and I can't take it back. Oh, so dang. If you find that guy on Instagram, tell him to give my username back. Slide in the DMs. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, yo, listen. Right. This is guy. He actually posts shit. <laughs> is there any, anywhere else that people can find you? Oh, you can also visit my website at michaelparagas.com. How do you spell that? Oh, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-P-A-R-A-G-A-S.com. <laughs> and I'll link that in the show notes in description. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much anything else. Oh, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Don't use M31, please. It's 2018, 2000, 2018, move on from M31, please. Yeah, use something else. Um, well, thank you. Uh, thank you guys for listening, to, taking the time to listen to this podcast, especially if you're listen, listening all the way through. Um, be sure to swing by my YouTube where you can up. find some of uh, Mike's awesome B-roll. Oh, yeah, and there's some awesome content to learn from. Trust me, this I'm, guy is I'm my trying. mentor right here. I'm learning <laughs> so much from video. Like, I'm trying, Whoa. man. I'm trying. It's hard because, you know, I, I mean, obviously, I, I don't have much of a following, and, and I'm obviously tied down mm-hmm. with other production jobs, but that's, I mean, that's the one That's the one of the big reasons I kind of really started wanted to pursue making YouTube content is because a lot of the stuff I see on YouTube is just crap. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, it's just crap. You get like the clickbait. It's like oh, the five click things place. to make your my shit last fly. video. Like, shut up! It's not your last. It's right. last video of twenty seventeen. Right. Shut up! No, it's not your mm. last video. Shut up! Or, so clickbait. Or 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 five tricks to spice up your camera tricks. So silly. Like, so yeah, that's kind of a really big reason I and like you know people just propagate bad habits. Um, and I made a video on this. I'll link that as well. Um, but yeah, thank you again for taking the time to listen to this. Uh, obviously, swing by my YouTube for more creative content and filmmaking guides. And this podcast should be up on iTunes. So leave me a review. Mike, are you going to leave me a review? Oh, we got you. Five leave, stars. Five star. Leave me yeah. a review. Best podcast ever. <laughs> Best podcast ever. <laughs> Non-clickbait. Non-clickbait. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I've got to sh- sh- stay away from the clickbait. Right. Anyways, thank you guys for stopping by. And do 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 do. We'll see you in the next All one. Right.